and it is Thursday Connect Online. We are in the very last week of April 2020, and we are connecting during COVID-19 really via technology and so thankful. I want to give a very, very, very special thank you and shout out to Cherry, who is the head of our media technology department. All of her team, Alex, who's the head of sound, and Benji, who's the head of production, they're team captains over these areas. Benji continues to remark, to work remotely from um, India, and uh, Benji, thank you. Alex, thank you. Eunicia and Helen, I can't thank you enough. Cherry, thank you for just being such a wonderful daughter, sister in the Lord, and excellent technician who cares about you and me getting to connect online. You never thought maybe that you would be an evangelist or a pastor, preacher, because you knew how to do technology or you were willing to do it and learn it. And so I just want to thank our tech team. We have some new people who've even joined during this time and they've been helping in the chats. Audrey is one of our missionary associates. And I want to thank Audrey. She's continued to help us produce all of our promotional materials during this time. And so, Audrey, I just want to thank you for staying apart and um, just really helping to get the word and the message out. You know, you don't have to have this eloquent speech or uh, a stage to have a platform to talk about Jesus. And your platform is your life. And when we think about being in different circumstances, I have to tell you that I met with some of my ladies earlier this week and it blessed me so much when I asked, what, uh, if you could name two words that sort of describe this season of our lives, two words that describe this season of our life. So if you're joining me, say hi in the chat. Hi, I'm uh, Lisa from Louisiana, or Julie, or Audrey, or Cherry, Angel, Irene, Pastor Pat in Padova, wherever you're joining, would you say hi over there? Hey, I'm so glad to see you. This is awesome. I love Thursdays. Thursdays helps me to just say, oh, thank you, Lord. We've gotten through this week. It's been amazing. We've had so many miracles. I have something to tell you. If you only watch on Thursdays, you prayed with us for our daughter, Jessica, and her number three baby to be born. And I'm happy to announce that Lincoln was born a couple days ago. He is doing wonderful. We haven't gotten to see him yet, but we're hopeful they may even come out of the hospital later today or in the morning. But um, I am just so thankful. So thank you for praying. Jessica's surgery went so good, um, very quick. Uh, in terms of how surgery goes and her pain levels are being managed. And uh, so we just know that in all things, God gets the glory. And her husband got to be with her, which during this COVID-19, we didn't think that was going to get to happen. And so that was a big answer to prayer. God cares about those things in our lives and he helps us when when we can't be there, I'm used to being there every time one of my daughters has a baby and I can't be there right this minute, but um, God is faithful. And so I just want to say thank you. And I'll be showing you pictures of Lincoln 
uh, I might even be showing you him uh, in the coming, maybe next week. But um, I just want to pray and thank you for joining. Hi. Hi, Barb. I hope you're there. I love you so much. It's so wonderful. Um, we've done some fun giveaways over the past uh, couple weeks ago. And um, so I've got a couple other things in mind. So right now, uh, it, last week, I think we actually had two winners, Julia and Mary Chieri, who could remember, and it looked like they typed in the, the first part. I think Audrey was one in the U.S. that remembered first. So I actually had three winners, I think, last week of our very first online Thursday Connect. What can we expect from God? Peace, power, strength, and purpose. Isn't that amazing? You actually can expect God to give you peace. You can expect God to give you power. You can expect God to give you purpose and strength. And so um, I wanted to say that last uh, couple days ago when I asked some of the ladies, what was those one or two words? I hope you're typing those words there. I was amazed and just rejoicing because they weren't words uh, like maybe I was thinking. They were words like encouragement and time together, being reliant, Mary Carey, being reliant on God. Um, that's that's what we are, that it's, a t it's an opportunity time. Boyana. It's an opportunity time. So only it's been a time with family, marriage, and children, and Julia. I love you guys. It's just been awesome. Nana was working and didn't get to join us, but she'll be joining us hopefully soon as well. Helen, I don't know if you're able to be there today, but um, just remember that in this season, God is doing things. He's teaching us more patience, more perseverance. Our roots are going deeper. And we're having more time in the Word of God. I hope you are. I hope you're taking advantage of the time to really study, really read, you know, read Revelation. In the, it's the last book in the Bible, and it's amazing. But today, as I was reflecting on some things the Lord has shown me in the past, I thought about, you know, we've done a lot of themes in our church um, in Rome. And one of our themes was being a champion. And champions excel in hardship. You know, when we watch some of those stories of the track runners, um, they fin the ones who finish the race are the ones that are successful. Not just if they finish first and everybody knows them, but we've seen stories of the one who fell and another one turned back and picked that one up and together they finished the race and they were champions. So today I want to talk to us a little bit about Ruth and I'm going to get my tea. I don't have any words on my teacup today. So my word for you is, I love you. And I think you are brave. So, cheers. Ah, that's my hot tea. Um, it's my cappuccino. I'll be ready to go back to the cappuccino bar as soon as it opens. I'll have my mask and my glasses and my gloves, whatever it takes. Just not the same as being at the bar. Of, it's a cappuccino bar in Italy. So I want you to get your Bible and look in the book of Ruth. Okay? Look up in the book of Ruth. Because how many, many of us have people in our family that were God followers before us. And they left us a legacy of faith. 
some of you may, you may be the first person of faith in your family. And God's given you an opportunity to leave a legacy of faith for those that come after you. I know for me during this time, I've had unexpected moments with grandchildren who were sick, who uh, were needing breathing treatments, who were facing surgeries, but I've been able to pray with them and do things with them really in just like a couple weeks set patterns in motion, patterns of joy, patterns of creativity, because champions don't quit until they cross the finish line. So today I just prayed, Lord, you know who's going to be on the Thursday Connect. And we need to be reminded that we're champions. And um, it's not time to quit. It's time to press on. It's time to push more. It's time to rejoice evermore. So if we can expect from God peace, power, strength, and purpose, God expects from us that we would be strong and courageous, that he actually commands us talks about fear 365 times in the Bible, one for every day of the year. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of the future. Do not be afraid of the outcome. Do not be afraid of the unknown. Do not be afraid of the closed door or the detour or the delay. Do not be afraid. God expects that. It's not a suggestion. It's a commandment, just like the Ten Commandments. Do not. It doesn't say, I think you maybe shouldn't. It says, do not. So I have to remind myself, Lord, help me to follow your commands because champions finish the race. And he expects from me to be strong and courageous, to not fear, to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And he expects me to take refuge in him. Some of us, some people you know, Pastor Rick is strong and vivacious and victorious, and um, he needs me to help him get dinner on the table. He, he doesn't need me for some other things, but, um, but he's a strong man of faith. And maybe some people are just really strong and bold, but they need to be reminded that they take refuge in Jesus. And I can tell you without betraying any loyalty to my husband that there have been some very sweet moments in the past few weeks, where he's been very open and vulnerable with me about his concerns for his life and our life and our church's life and uh, just that people would, would thrive and not just survive, but thrive. And it's a reminder that we all need to take refuge in him. Uh, I've been reminded that I need sleep and I need to make myself turn off technology I've been trying to navigate on three time zones, on three continents or three countries, many countries actually. But So let's just pray. And if you're watching with me today, we're looking at the book of Ruth. And we are going to remember what it means to be a champion in the midst of a race. This is a journey. It's a marathon. Uh, it's not going to go on and on and on forever on the one hand. But on the other hand, our life is... If we know Jesus, it is an eternal life. And so I'm going to live successfully as long as I have breath to run on this planet. And then I'm going to live successfully and rejoice in the Lord when I get to be in heaven with Jesus because I've invited him to be the Lord of my life. So Lord, I pray right now that you would just help us. Give us a word for championship, to be victors, to be victory-minded, and to know that, God, you are with us in the middle of 
our unknowns. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's look at Ruth chapter 3, verse 16. I'm using my computer, which is just behind this camera. It says, but Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. For where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. That was Ruth talking to Naomi. And their lives had been turned upside down in pain and brokenness. They were faced with the choice of they had to move in order to survive. They had lost people that they loved very much. And Ruth was showing some loyalty to this woman, Naomi, who was her mother-in-law. And she was saying, I may not have been the one who knew God my whole life, but you did. And I'm going to stay with you. And I, I'm, wherever you go, I'm going to go. And so I had a certain sense of loyalty if I was Ruth. We have kindness in Ruth because she went out for the food to help Naomi. And that's where she met her Boaz as she was working in the field. Some of you, the Lord just like reminds me of things sometimes, but maybe you've been praying for a mate. And it was while you were out in the harvest field serving the Lord, it could be at your place of work, that he helps you to meet that person that he has designed for you to meet. You know, as a young person, I was at a conference with my church wanting to grow in Christ. And I was worshiping the Lord in a worship service. And I saw this amazing, handsome Italian up on the stage. And he was playing the trumpet, but he was also raising his hands. And I was like, wow. That guy is musical and he loves to worship. That's I was so drawn to that. And so in the midst of me going to really receive from the Lord for my spiritual being, the Lord caused me to meet someone that would become truly the love of my life and my husband of 41 years. And so even while we're gleaning in the field, God can cause things to happen. So some are in the process of gleaning in the field and waiting for the promise to come. I want to encourage you, your promise is coming. Don't stop, okay? So let's look at Ruth, who she was. Um, she came to know the living God of Israel and how she entered the family of God through this redemptive act of a king kinsman redeemer who was Boaz. But she had grown up in a pagan land cursed by foulness and ferocity, I wonder if there's anybody today who I'm thinking of you. I know probably some of you are even on right now. I won't call names, but you grew up in a family situation that was very ferocious and very difficult, and there was turmoil. God has a way of taking that and turning it all around, and the ones who finish the race in victory are the ones who let go of the pain, who let go of those betrayals that might have happened in the past, and they really look to God. Now, when we're talking about Ruth's life, we see that that means she said, I'm going to go wherever you go. Your people are going to be my people, and your God's going to be my God. I'm not going to let go. So during this time, why did I want to talk about Ruth? Because the enemy would like you to let go a little bit, to relax a little bit, to just say it doesn't matter right now. No one's watching. Well, God's watching. And your friends are watching. They're seeing. And they want to know, are you going to be loyal to Jesus? Is, is that God going to be your God? 
through thick and thin, through hard and easy, through rich and poor, you could take the wedding vows and say, that's the vow I'm making as the bride of Christ to Jesus, that I'm going to be bold like Ruth and loyal like Ruth. Champions on championship teams, they have to be loyal to each other because they succeed together. And when one or two begin to fall apart, the whole team falls apart. That's true in our family. We have to say, okay, Lord, give me wisdom for my family. Give me boldness for my family. Um, let me trust the Lord for my family. So I want to be like Ruth, and I want to be bold. Naomi and Ruth uh, were broken and sad and uncertain. They were uncared for. But their boldness to move, even when it was hard, led them to re a Redeemer that would meet every need they had. So right now, I think that this time that we've been set apart and actually set down, not set alone, but set apart, that this has been a time for us to let our champion mindset arise in the midst of uncertainties. And that this actually draws us back to the word of God. He is our kinsman redeemer. So as I turn to the Bible, listen, the Bible is always there. If you don't have technology, then buy a Bible. Figure out, pull one off your shelf if you have one. You've got to have the word of God in your mind so that when you don't have technology, you still have the Bible. God is in the midst of it, and just like he was for Ruth. So she was from a family of champions. Ultimately, her story was a championship story. They knew how to let go of the past. They knew how to endure the tragedy. And they knew how to triumph through boldness. And they knew how to let the witnesses see the goodness of God at work. So if you're writing notes for me in there, champions, let go of the past. So during this time, I can't be saying, I wish it was like it was. I want to go back to the past. I don't. I want to go to the future. I want to go to the next day. I was so excited when the baby arrived. I was waiting for that day. Now I can't wait for the day when I can see him in person and kiss his little cheeks and Thank God for touching my daughter and protecting her. You know what? We can't run a race backwards. We have to run forward. So let go of the past. They endure the tragedies. You know, Ruth lost her husband and Naomi lost her husband. She lost her husband and her sons. And it, she didn't give up. She didn't quit trusting in her God. And she triumphed through boldness. Let go of the past. Endure the tragedy, whatever that might be, triumph through boldness, and let the witnesses see the goodness of God at work. I cannot tell you enough how, even on many of our Zoom calls or whatever, it's just so fun when you have that uh, person in the meeting, in the group that is all smiles. Our daughter is one of those, Erica, some of you know her, but when we get on a family call, no matter what we're talking about, she will think about something funny to make us all laugh. And then we all start joking around, even about the hard stuff. And we triumph over the tragedy through the boldness of our faith. And then we have beautiful times when we have prayed together for one another and watched our grandkids pray for one another. Champions let go of the past. They keep running the race. They endure the tragedy. Thank you for writing those things in the chat. You guys are awesome. 
They triumph through boldness. So you're not going to triumph if you retreat. You're only going to triumph if you're bold. And they let the witnesses see the goodness of God at work. Long before Ruth knew anything about God, God knew everything about her. Long before you knew anything about Italy or Rome or college or your spouse or having a baby or having a university class online, long before you knew anything about that stuff, God knew you. The Bible says he formed you when you were in your mother's womb. Wow. Sometimes I just think, God... Are you sure I can handle all of this? Are you sure I'm equipped? And I hear the voice of the Lord say, you're not, but I am. And in your weakness, I will reveal my strength. Isn't that amazing? I don't have to be strong because Jesus in me is the one that's strong. I'm not strong. I'm having an issue right now. I can't even open a water bottle for some reason. I can't get that. They have it on there so tight. I have to ask my husband, who's Mr. Strongman, to twist that bottle off for me. But we triumph with boldness. Long before Ruth knew anything about God, God knew everything about her. And maybe your name is not Ruth, or maybe it is, or maybe it's Naomi, but God is saying, I know you. I knew that where you would be. I knew if you would be in Rome in 2020, and I have a reason for you to be there. I have a reason for you to be uh, influencing the people that you're influencing. So God is faithful. Long before we know him, God works to use a chain of circumstances that in the end will bring us faith to faith with Christ. You know, uh, I've shared with many that my mother was killed by a drunk driver in an automobile accident um, when she was 39 years old and I was 15. I remember thinking that my mother was middle-aged at 39. <laughs> now... I'm so much older than that, and I realized she was just a baby, and a teenager at 15 was not almost an adult. I was still a baby. Um, but God knew how to use the chain of circumstances so that in the end it would bring me closer to him. And because of that tragedy in my life, I have learned to trust the Lord. I have learned to let the comfort of the Holy Spirit come over me. Um Maybe in the chat, there'd be something, connect friends, that through this, I know for my friends in Padova, it's actually been through this separation for weeks apart from each other that God has been making himself known and teaching my friend Pat how to be a great chef. When Brenda gets back, she doesn't have to cook. You you know how to cook it all now, so that's awesome. Uh but what are some tragedies maybe that have happened in your life that actually brought you to, to that knowledge that Jesus is in charge um, and that he's faithful? I want you to know that even in this situation where there are those who, who survive and thrive after COVID-19 and there are those that um, we know loved ones have had to say goodbye to, and we can look at Ruth's story and realize that, you know, Ruth could have become resentful. She could have turned on Naomi and said, if this is an example of what your God does or how your God helps us, I don't ever want you to talk to me about that again. She could have become bitter. The enemy wants us to be bitter. And I will not allow that to happen in my life. I forgive and release 
Sunday, Pastor Rick and I are going to tag team sermon. It's going to be great as we talk about faith moves our giving. And the principle of heaven is to receive and release. And when we receive the blessing and the generous love of God, we're not talking about money. We're talking about a lifestyle that Ruth had a lifestyle that came when she began to know the God of Naomi. She did not become bitter. She began to receive and release. And, you know, many people have tragedy that invades their family or the death of a dream. It, you know, our seniors, my heart goes out to you, but there have been such memorable, creative ways that people have been celebrating their achievements, birthdays, special birthdays, our friend, uh, pastor friend who supports the work for us in Michigan had a special birthday and people in their cars were able to drive by with signs just telling them that they love them. So again, letting go of the past, I'm not going to have that kind of birthday party again, but I'm going to embrace this situation with boldness. The death of a dream or that extreme feeling of being lost or that uncertainty about tomorrow. But Ruth did not fall into that trap. Because champions let go of the past. She knew that God was too loving to be unkind. She knew that he, she would be too wise to make mistakes. And he's too powerful to be thwarted in his plans. God is too loving to be unkind. He will never be unkind to us. And he is too powerful to be thwarted in his plans. So maybe you've had some plans that you were thinking what's going to happen in the summer or in the fall of 2020, and you're not exactly sure how. Listen, COVID-19 does not stop God's plan. The timing of everything is not based on COVID-19, even though it might feel that way, because I am God's kid. And if you've invited Jesus in your heart, you're God's kid. Type it in the chat. I am God's kid. Hallelujah. Raise those hands on the chat. Say yes. I am celebrating. I am God's kid. And that means God is in control of my steps. And nothing is so powerful that it can stop or thwart God's plans. God isn't sitting in heaven again. Oh, no, I didn't know this was going to happen. Now, that thing that I told you last year, you're not going to get to do that. That's not how God works. But he might be saying, slow down. I've got it in your timing. We read an awesome book. I've referenced it many times. God of the long view. Amen, Mary, Carrie, <laughs> Audrey, Boriana. He's the God of the long view, right? We don't give up. Um, there was this powerful story. Let me take a drink. Of a man, I believe it was in India. You guys will tell me in the chat if I'm right. And his job, they had all these gold tents and gold was everywhere. This was a servant and all he did was sweep and clean up. Um, but he would sweep and clean up all the little fragments, the little pieces of gold that would fall down after the merchants had set up their tables and put their tables away. And he would keep taking those little pieces of what other people saw as trash, he saw as treasure. What other people saw as trash, he saw as treasure. And as he began to pick up all those little pieces of gold over the years, the gold was very valuable. And pretty soon he had enough gold that people started noticing he didn't dress the way he used to. He was buying different kinds of clothes. 
And then he was able to build a house and he was able to really be changed the whole way he did life. Why? Because he saw the treasure in the trash. He did not stop. And he knew that nothing could stop God's purposes for his life. And so in the God of the long view, how many days and weeks did he sweep up little tiny fragments of gold until one day he had enough gold to turn it in and start a bank account, enough gold to buy new clothes, enough gold to buy a new house because he's the God of the long view. I love that story, finding the treasure in what feels like you know, don't, please, if you've been guilty of saying this year is trash, 2020 is canceled, 2020 is not canceled. My God is in charge of my year. And this is only the end of April 29th. I have May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I have eight months of awesome ahead of me. And you know what? I can look back and say we had some powerful preparatory prayer times across the world as people prayed and fasted and brought 2020 in in January. In February, we began to pray and seek God for some wisdom and direction. And in March, we had some difficulties. But in April, we began to see answers to the difficulties in March. 2020 is not canceled. God has done too many amazing things. His glory has gone out farther than ever. So if you're God's kid, you got to realize that God knew your name before you did. That's what Ruth knew. God knew her name and he gave her a name and he said, I have acquired, let's see, Ruth 410. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabite, Malon's widow as my wife. This was what Boaz was saying. In order to maintain the name of the dead with his property so that his name will not disappear from among his family or from his hometown, today you are witnesses. So there are witnesses in your hometown, in your family that are seeing you have a name. Champions have a name. They have a name. And whatever your name is, my name is Jennifer Jennifer Jones was my maiden name. Pasquale is my married name. But I want champion to be that other part of my name. I want woman of faith and encouragement to be that other part of my name. Ruth meant friend or companion. And champions are friends of God. God wants to be your friend today. James 2.23 I love this. James 2.23 says, And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Now Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You know, having a friendship with Jesus is just the most precious thing in the world to me. And so I want to encourage you that no matter what your past was, no matter what the turmoil was in Ruth's life, uh, here's what the Bible says about that past. Isaiah 65, 17 and 19. Isaiah 65, 17 and 19. See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they even come to mind. So Pastor Rick and I have even been saying, like, we're not going to go back to the old normal. We're going to go forward to a new, exciting adventure. Some things will be the same. We'll have familiarity. We'll have our, some things will be the same. But God is saying, I want you to look for the new 
I want you to look for the treasure in what you think is wasted time, wasted energy. It's the treasure in what you might call trash, like that man sweeping the gold in India in the tents. I want you to know, he is saying, the former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. I will rejoice, Isaiah 65, 17 and 19. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard no more. If you've ever been sad and God has lifted that sadness from you, you know what it means to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I've been there. When my mother died, I thought I couldn't cry anymore. When my oldest daughter was kidnapped and taken and hurt in so many ways, I cried so loud, I lost my voice. I cried so long, I didn't think I could open my eyes anymore. I've known tragedy and I've known triumph. And I want you to know that Ruth had a circumstance that was beyond her ability to conquer. This COVID-19 is beyond my ability to conquer it. Some of my friends are actually seated in high places of influence and they are making a difference for people in countries that need help and resources. Many of my friends, and I'm so honored to call them my friends. But I want you to know that even in Ruth's tragedy, she knew, here's what 2 Corinthians 1.10 says, he has delivered us from such a deadly peril and he will deliver us again. On him, we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. 2 Corinthians 1.10, he has delivered us from such a deadly peril before and he will deliver us again. I'm thankful for the tragedies that I triumphed over because now I know he gives me the courage. There are things I can say to God, I don't want to go through that one right now. And sometimes he comes through in the way that I want him to, like saving my husband from that deadly surgery. And I got to keep my husband for more, more, more years. We got to celebrate a beautiful 40th anniversary with our church in ICF Rome last summer. It was amazing. But he said in 2 Corinthians 1.10, thanks for writing it in the chat. On him, we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. Champions know how to put their faith in the victory ahead. Amen? Put your faith in the victory ahead, in what God wants to do. And finally, that there will be witnesses. There would be witnesses to Ruth's new beginnings. There will be witnesses to our new beginnings. I'm excited for the new beginnings. I'm excited for the university students that are going to be able to testify to the people who were doubting and worried. Listen, it's not unusual for people who love you to be doubting and worried. When I was going to get married, I had a plan. And then Rick had a plan. And then that plan fell through about three months before we got married. And my dad, who's gone to be with Jesus, who loved me and learned to love Rick a lot, but at that time before I was married, said, you're not getting married if you don't have, if he doesn't have a job and a house for you to live in. I'm not supporting it. And I said, there will be a witness to dad that this is a new beginning. God is going to help us. And sure enough, he got a church position. They provided us a house. And when those answers to prayer came, and there was a witness to our new beginnings. It was amazing. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, listen, you can't think that you only live for yourself. I love you, but we can't live only for ourselves. 
Hebrews 12, 1 says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. It could be a sin of pride. It could be a sin of arrogance. It could be uh, a sin of promiscuity. There's a lot of things that it could be a sin of gossip. But the Bible says, let's throw off everything that hinders and the sin that easily starts to entangle us and let us run as champions with perseverance the race marked out for us. You know what? A runner has to run on the track that they said. A marathon runner has to run the path. In Rome, they do lots of marathons and they often shut down the city or portions of the city to say, the, the runners have to come this way, then they have to go that way, then they have to go around these obstacles, then they'll go up this hill and down. They have to follow the path, the race marked out for them. That's biblical in Hebrews 12, 1. Hebrews 12, 1. There will be witnesses to how we respond to this race that we are all in. 2020 is not canceled. 2020 is not trash. My God has protected my daughter, given her a safe delivery. My God has healed and is healing my friend Phyllis in Belgium. My God has given comfort to my friends Wayne and Julie when they lost their beloved uncle. Um, my God comes through for us in the good times, in the hard times, in the difficult times, in the tragedy. And what we can take from Ruth is that she had a tragedy and it was beyond her ability to conquer but she stayed true. She said to Naomi, I will be loyal. Your God will be my God and your people will be my people. Be loyal to the body of Christ right now, to your church family, to your faith family. I, I want you to know, like, we're not giving up. We're not giving in. We're not turning a new, we're not going to a new book. We're writing a new chapter for ICF Rome and you're all a part of that story. And I love it when you write your name in the chat. I'm a part of the story. Amen? Yes, yes, you, you're a part of the ICF Rome story. The story where God came in the midst of a difficult circumstance and there would be witnesses to the new beginnings. As champions, families of champions, they know their name. What word do you want to describe your family? Faith, hope, love, miracle, God knows your name. He knows how to help you let go of the past, release it, and move forward, and to triumph through the boldness. It takes a lot of boldness to get up. Get up. Get your hair done. I've said sometimes that, you know, warriors, they put on their armor. So sometimes we get up, we do our hair, we do, I do, my hair, my makeup. I have not been doing my makeup every day. Shh. Uh, not even my hair every day. I have a great baseball hat that I like to wear sometimes. Um, but we got to suit up for the battle. Amen. Ruth had to go out into that field and do some hard work gleaning to gather food for Naomi. She did that for her. That's part of faith moves our giving. Ruth gave to someone who wasn't even her blood relative because she knew that people would see the goodness of God at work. And sure enough, there was her Boaz, the redeemer for her life, watching how she was handling that harvest field, that turmoil, that tilling of the ground and picking of the fruit. 
And they're looking to see if we will truly follow God and his people. We are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And so in Ruth 4.14, the women said to Naomi, Praise be to the Lord who this day has not left you without a guardian redeemer. May his name be renowned. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. I'm asking God to sustain me in my old age. I'm so much older than my mom when she got to go be with Jesus at 39. But he is sustaining me. He is renewing me. 414, Ruth, 414. I want us to say to those who are ahead of us, praise be to the Lord who this day has not left you without a guardian redeemer. May his name be renowned, it says in Israel, but I'm telling you, my redeemer is Jesus. May his name be renowned in the earth and he will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. I want to live as long as Jesus wants me to live and I want to, I want to thrive. I want you to thrive. So I want you to remember that we know our name. He knows our name. We let go of the past and we release and receive from heaven. That's how heaven works. Release and receive. And we move forward. We endure the difficult times. I love my friends, my precious friend, Abiola, who lost her father to cancer during these last few weeks. I'm praying for you when you get to watch this. Um, I've watched you learn to trust the word of God, and I know you're doing that now, but we need to be comforted when we've had those hard times. But I want you to know that no season lasts forever, and there is treasure to be found in every season. Yep, treasure to be found in every season. We will triumph through our boldness and the witnesses will see God at work. I love you and I just want to pray for you today. And as you write your prayer request, even in the chat, as I go back later after I'm done with the recording and I read the chats, I pray for your prayer request. Lisa, it's been so exciting to see what God has been doing in your life and restoring you and Lori, my friend that's a nurse, watching and knowing that God is sustaining you and giving you strength. But we don't stop praying. We pray that hedge of health around everyone that we know and love and care about, even the ones we don't. I pray for every worker. I pray for every transportation worker, every grocery store worker, that there would be a hedge of health around them. And that when we come in contact with somebody, we would be the one who says, you can be a witness, my God will be my God and his people will be my people. And so today you're my people and you are a part of the story of victory. Champions finish the race. Even if they fall down, another champion comes along, helps us up and runs us to the finish line. That's what I hope I'm doing. Helping you stay in the race, persevere the race marked out for you. Hebrews 12.1. Study that last part. Let us run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. God called you. He knew the path your race was going to take. Don't get off the path. Don't quit the race. He didn't change his mind. He's got a plan for you. He's got a plan for me. He's got a plan for our family, our church family, ICF Rome. Our mission, our mission is to tell as many people as possible that God loves you and has a great plan.
for your life. So Father, right now, I pray for my friends who are joining me for Thursday Connect and who will share the Thursday Connect. I pray for the mamas at home with their children that are trying to be creative. They're not a teacher, but they're having to do homeschool. I pray that you would increase their energy and their creativity and, and their joy. God, I pray that as we give generously of our lives, we will not only endure, but we will see the treasure in the little things we sweep up that seem like they could be trash. Help us to declare that 2020 is on, 2020 is God's, and that we are God's and God's in charge of us, and that the witnesses will testify that surely the Lord has sustained us, and we will run with perseverance the race marked out for us. I love you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for joining in our Thursday Connect group. I can't wait till you can, I'll have a different kind of camera and you can see a whole bunch of people around the table of Thursday Connect. Share it though and connect with somebody. Generously give a like or a share or a prayer need and say, pray with me. And then when the answer comes to the prayer, say, you prayed. Let your kids pray. When the answer comes, tell them, God answers prayer. Love you so much. And I'll see you on Sunday. Make sure you have your bread and your cracker because we're going to partake of communion together as we remember how generous God was in giving of his son. We will never forget and we will always remember take in communion the first Sunday. So get your bread and your crackers for Sunday. Pastor Rick's going to let me do a little tag team with him. It's going to be amazing. Faith will move your life and move the mountains. Persevere the race that is marked out for you. God bless.